Praise the Lord, everybody. Amen, everybody. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Hallelujah. This is Reverend Essie New Birth Ministries, and I'm glad that you're here today. I'm glad you woke up this morning. Hallelujah. To give God praise. Amen. Thank him for a new day. Thank him for the things that he's been doing in our lives, and he's not done yet. He is not through yet. God has many, a myriad of blessings for us. And all we have to do is to strengthen our faith. And if you're having a hard time, if you're having a hard time with your faith, ask God to strengthen your faith. Ask him to help you with it. Amen. He even tells us that in the word. Hallelujah, because God has a blessing for you. Amen. I am going to speak on, if you want to turn your Bibles to um, 2 Chronicles 7.14. Turn your swords to 2 Chronicles 7.14. And I have entitled this, If My People. Amen. You've heard it a lot of times. If My People. Hallelujah. God is telling us, he made a promise in Second Chronicles chapter 7. And uh, if you want to get your notebooks or your pens, pads, whatever you want to use um, to write down some notes, always write down some notes and study whenever you hear someone speak and don't just listen to it and take it as a word and don't do anything else until the following Sunday, right? Amen. Amen. Write down some notes and listen to what the Lord has to say, not just to to me, from me, but to you. Amen. Hallelujah. God might want to say something to you and may speak to you. If you open up your heart and allow him to. Amen. Let's start this with prayer. Father God, Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Rapha, King of all kings, Lord of all lords, creator of all things, Baruch Hashem. Amen. We bless the Lord. Baruch Atah Hashem Adonai. Blessed is the one that cometh in the name of the Lord, we bless you, Father God. We thank you for being God all by yourself, not needing any help. We thank you for loving us enough to wake us up again another morning and giving us another chance to see life and to enjoy our lives as well. And to tell somebody else about the love of Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus the Christ, our Savior. Amen. We thank you for that, God. We thank you for the sunshine, and we thank you for the rain. We thank you for the joy, and we thank you for the pain. We thank you for helping us through every single uh, test that comes to us, that the enemy thinks that we're going to fail, but since we have the Holy Spirit living inside of us and we're covered by the blood of, Je- of Jesus, hallelujah, we always win. Amen, amen, amen. We're, this Our life now is is a is a is a learning uh learning situation. I mean we're learning each and every day. Amen. You gave us your Bible, which is examples actually of what to do and what not to do. And we thank you for that as well. Those were real people that lived real lives and you allowed us thousands of years later to be able to read this word and to learn from it. 
And we thank you for that. Holy Spirit, teach us whatever you want us to know. This is not the Essie show. This is not about me. This is about people saving souls and leading people to Jesus, leading people to salvation. Hallelujah. So they'll be saved from sickness, sin, hell, and death. Amen. Saved from anything that the enemy tries to throw towards them, throw their way, which they don't have to accept. Amen. Thank you, Jesus, for giving us that power where we can rebuke all evil. And in your name, I rebuke all evil right now, the all evil activity that has been busy since the last time that we were together. I rebuke it. I refuse it. Will not accept it. Hallelujah. We are the righteousness of God, and we thank you for that. Thank you, Jesus. Bless each and every ear listening to this right now. Regardless of how they're listening, bless them a hundredfold and let the world know that you are in them, that they are a child of the Most High God. And for that, we thank you. And amen, 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 amen. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. God says he dwells in the praises of his people. Amen. God doesn't want you to be oppressed. He doesn't want you to be depressed. Hallelujah. He wants you to be God-pressed. Hallelujah. Amen. So I will go to... um, Second Chronicles 7.14, amen, and I'll read verses 1 to 16, actually, amen. And isn't it something I was saying, uh, I think about a day ago, that Second Chronicles 7.14, I remember back in my college days, amen, some of you might see me post this, but back in my college days there was a drug called 7.14, and a lot of people were taking this drug, and I meant to look it up. I, I forgot the name of the company that made it. But it was called a, a big white pill called a 714, and it made them drowsy, made them high. And I thought, I said, isn't that something? Wouldn't it be something if all those people, if they were able, because some are in jail and some of them are dead now, but wouldn't it be something if they got the right 714? Amen. <laughs> Get high on Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Second Chronicles 7, 1 to 16 reads like this. Now when Solomon had made an end of praying, the fire came down from heaven and consumed the burnt offering and the sacrifices, and the glory of the Lord filled the house. And the priests could not enter in the house of the Lord because the glory of the Lord had filled the house. And when all the children of Israel saw how the fire came down and the glory of the Lord upon the house, they bowed themselves with their faces to the ground upon the pavement and worshipped and praised the Lord, hallelujah, which is what we just did, saying, For he is good and his mercy endureth forever. Hallelujah. Don't ever be afraid to tell somebody that. Amen. God is good. Then the king and all the uh, people offered sacrifices before the Lord. And King Solomon offered a sacrifice of 20 and 2,000 oxen and 120,000 sheep. So the king and all the people dedicated the house of God. And the priests waited in their offices and Levites also with instruments of music of the Lord, which David the king had made to praise the Lord, because his mercy endures forever. When David praised by their ministry, and the priests sound trumpets before them, and all Israel stood. Moreover, Solomon hallowed the middle of the court that was before the house of the Lord, for there he offered burnt offerings and the fat of uh, the peace offerings, because the brazen altar which Solomon had made uh, was not able to receive the burnt offerings and the meat offerings and the fat. Also, at the same time, Solomon kept the feast seven days and all Israel with him. 
a very great congregation, a lot of people, y'all, very great congregation, from the entering of the Hamath into the river of Egypt. And in the eighth day, they made a solemn assembly, for they uh, kept, the, kept the dedication of the altar seven days and a feast seven days. And on the three and twentieth day of the seventh month, said all the sevens, he sent the people away into their tents, glad and merry in heart for the goodness that the Lord has showed unto David and to Solomon, to Israel and his people. They were glad and merry in heart. They weren't dragging luggage full of depression and disgust and sadness. Amen. God doesn't want us to be that way. Amen. Thus Solomon finished the house of the Lord and the king's house. And all that came unto Solomon's heart to make in the house of the Lord and in his own house, he prosperously effected. You want to be prosperous? Serve the Lord. Amen. And the Lord appeared to Solomon by night and said unto him. So see, God can speak to you in your dreams. He could appear to you at night. This is why I tell people to keep a notebook or a tablet or something beside your bed. You never know when God's going to give you a message, amen, because we wake up in the morning, and by the time you do everything that you do, you're going to forget what it was, amen. Keep your eyes on the Lord. And he appeared to Solomon at night and said unto him, I have heard thy prayer and have chosen this place to myself for a house of sacrifice. If I shut up heaven that there be no rain, or if I command the locusts to devour the land, or if I send pestilence among my people, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and I will heal their land. That's a promise from our Father above. Now mine eyes shall be opened and my ears attend unto the prayer that is made in this place. And verse 16 says, For now I have chosen and sanctified this house that my name be there forever and mine eyes and my heart shall be there perpetually. Amen. Answers are promised. God is promising answers to us. But notice if, if my people, God is saying, you choose. If you do the things, you humble yourself, okay, take away the pride. Everybody's so worried about pride, pride this and pride that. The Bible says God hates pride, point blank. Amen. Humble yourself, because one thing, you don't want God to humble you. Amen? The last thing you want is for God to humble you. Humble yourself and pray and seek his face. Amen? And, and turn from your wicked ways. That repentance, that's the word, what the word repent means. Turn from your wicked ways. And he says, then will he, hear from, then will he hear from heaven. That's a sentence. So, in other words, he wasn't hearing from heaven. You know what? The, uh, they say that the only prayer of a sinner, of a sinner that God hears, is the prayer of repentance, and then He'll hear your prayers. Amen. But as long as people are sinning 
and doing things they know, or purposely doing things they know they have no business doing, and then they wonder why they don't get an answer, because God said, repent, and then he will hear you, mercy. Then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Amen. Strong's Concordance. Okay, uh, there are 154 times in the Bible you can see the word, um, you can see the number 50. 154 times the number 50 is in the Bible. Amen. And if you have a strong concordance, you can look up G, which is Greek, 4005. <laughs> Amen. And study up on it. Amen. God wouldn't destroy Sodom and Gomorrah, if you remember, if Abraham found 50 righteous people. That's, there's, that's one example of 50. And then there's 50 days to the Pentecost, to the Pentecost feast. Pentecost, pente, P-E-N-T-E, means 550, amen, any denomination of five, amen, 50 days. God poured his spirit out on the 50th day for 120 believers. Something about that word 50, right? Amen. 50 means jubilee. There's a jubilee. Israel celebrates a jubilee every 50th year. Amen. Which is deliverance from burdens. Hallelujah. Deliverance from burdens. And maybe America should pick up that as well. Amen. And... There's a jubilee every 50th year and the passing of a law against Roe versus Wade after 50 long years of murdering babies. We can use any term, terminology, any term we want to use. It is murder. 50 years America has been allowed by its government to kill babies. They had there was a constitutional protection to murder babies. That is a godless law if I've ever seen one. A half a century of sin was done away with on a five four vote. God is good. Hallelujah. God is good. People are celebrating everywhere. Don't let the news or whatever make you think. Excuse me, that, that everybody's mad and everybody's upset. The devil is a liar. I always said there's more believers than non-believers. There's more believers than what you may hear. Amen. There's more believers than what you may hear. Hallelujah. God is speaking here. In Second Chronicles 7.14, he's speaking to the chronicler. Amen. Solomon, at night, following a long dedication of the temple. Amen. Verse 1. Let's go back to verse 1. 7 1. Now, when Solomon had made an end of praying, the fire came down from heaven and consumed the burnt offering. 
and the sacrifices. And, and then the glory of the Lord filled the house. Solomon prayed and fire came down from heaven, consumed the offerings and sacrifices, and glory filled the house. What happens when you pray? Let's ask that question. Amen. What happens whenever we pray? Does the fire of the Holy Ghost enter your prayers? Or are you just requesting, putting in a request, asking God for favors, asking God to do this, asking God to do that, like you're sticking 50 cents in a slot machine? Amen. Does the fire of the Holy Ghost come down on you when you pray? Amen. And, and it consumed the offerings and sacrifices. And then the glory of the Lord filled the house. What are you offering to God? Are you offering him yourself? Are you offering God your heart? Are you offering God even your body? Your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. Are you asking God, God, cleanse me. Forgive me of my sins. I'm so sorry for my sins. Let's start over. I know you're forgiving God. Forgive me, Lord, and, th and, and put it at the end, and thank you. A lot of times when I'm praying to the Lord about something, I'll, I'll pray something, and then I'll say, and thank you, Lord. <laughs> put it at the end. He deserves it. Amen? What are you sacrificing for God or to God? And I'm not talking about animals and blood. What are you sacrificing for God? What are you giving up to God? What are you giving up for God? Or are you just blubbering through a paragraph of words? Amen? Now, when you're praying, does God's glory fill the house? Do you feel surrounded by God's glory? Does anything miraculous happen whenever you pray? Do you feel a presence? Do you feel a heavenly presence in whatever room you're in praying? What happens when you pray? That's something to think about. <laughs> a lot of people, I know people haven't thought about this, but a lot of people, when they pray, they just blubber off a prayer and call it a day. And they said, well, I prayed for you. Well, yeah, you prayed for me, but okay, so what did God say? What happened after that? Amen? You are royal priesthood as well through Jesus. Amen? You're royal priesthood. The same things that happened in Second Chronicles 7, 1 to 16 should be happening with you in the spirit. Amen? Maybe, as well as maybe manifested in the natural. Amen? What are you manifesting? I got a lot of witches following me on Facebook. One just started, followed me today. He's followed me with about 16 different names. And I don't know if they're sending a message or what, but they have nothing on me. Amen? They might try to manifest something evil on me, but with God all things are possible, and I'm covered by the blood of Jesus, and there's nothing they can do to me. And no, I'm not afraid to say that. There's not, you know, being a child of God is like, it's like a little kid standing behind her dad's leg and saying, nah, 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 nah you can't get me. They can't get you. Amen? <laughs> you can't touch this, right? Amen. Because you're covered by the blood of Jesus. They can say their chants and w wickedness and whatever they want and read out their books and burn candles and do anything they want to do. 
but it can't do nothing to you because we're royal priesthood. We're higher than they are. They give themselves titles, but you're higher than that. Okay? Or do we just pray repetitive dead prayers? There are a lot of quote-unquote religions that think that they're going to have something manifested by praying repetitive, dead, cold prayers. There's no offerings. There's no sacrifices. It's just religiosity. Amen. Harmonutical, philosophical, <laughs> amen, religiosity. And watch out for those people who do that. They they tear down the Bible and they say this and they say that and this should happen because it said this here and that's this should happen because my Bible says with God all things are possible. Don't question it. Don't put God in a box. Amen. We are to shut ourselves in and pray. Hence the talit. I have one, and some of you listening might even have one. You put it over your head when you're ready to pray and close it up a little bit. So nobody else can see what can watch your lips or read your lips. You know, there's people who can read lips, right? I mean, when you pray, you want to pray straight to God. And like I said, I believe it was last week, I said sometimes when you pray, well, all the time actually when you pray, you got to move that telephone too because people can listen to your prayers over the telephone, and you don't know who is on that phone. Isn't one of Satan's names the prince of the power of the what? Thank you, air. You don't know who's on that phone. Just because your phone looks like it's turned off doesn't mean it's off. Go into your closet. Hallelujah. The phone doesn't need to be with you while you're praying. Keep it private between you and God. Amen. The people were warned to humble themselves, which is the word kana. K-A-N-A means to submit. Are you submitting everything to God or are you just lukewarm? You know, let me get my notes. Hold on, let me see. God showed me, he's been showing me this for a couple of days now, and I'm just going to um, say this to you. I believe God is sending out a message to someone, and he's saying, a monitoring, you are being um, bothered by a monitoring or and or familiar spirit. So be careful of monitoring, amen, and familiar spirits as well, amen. Submit yourself to God. Be subdued. Don't be afraid to be humbled, amen. And then to turn, they were told to turn, which is shove, S-H-U-V, which is a Hebrew word also for repent, Amen. God is telling this nation and people all around the world, repent. And I believe when the justices made that decision, it was five, four to five. What was it? Yeah, uh, five, what was it? Of uh, uh, five to four vote. Yeah, five to four vote. Somebody repented. I could feel it in my spirit. I'm not going to speak up for anybody, but somebody somewhere took that to the Lord. Amen. And they, I believe they repented, and, and I, I believe that they knew that that would turn things around for America. And I'm telling you now, 
I'm going to prophesy this. I mean it with all my heart because I know the Lord is speaking this, but watch things begin to change in America. Amen. We're humbling ourselves. Somebody prayed. They did it so good. I hate to say this. You know, pray for our leadership, but they did that so quickly and so good that the president is even discovered. He's upset. <laughs> when the president of your country is mad because the justices, the Supreme Court uh, made a, uh, pardon my terminology, I'm not political, amen, but when your president is upset because the, the Supreme Court made a decision that is godly, something's wrong, guys. Come on, let's get to it. Let's be real. The man's mad. He's upset. He didn't like the, uh, the outcome of that and said it nationally. Amen. When we turn and we repent, God will hear, which is the Hebrew word shama. You might have heard Jehovah shama. Hallelujah. He will forgive, sayach, S-A-L-A-C-H, and he will hear. Rafa, you've heard that before, R-A-F-A. It, well, it's different spellings, too. There's, I, I saw Jehovah Rafa, R-A-P-H-A, as well. Amen. And how? How is this going to happen? By sending rain to heal the drought. By removing locusts and stopping the plague. Did y'all hear that? By removing locusts, healing the drought. Think about California and other places, and stopping the, what, plague. I believe COVID-19 is dead. Those days are done. You might have hit the history books, but you didn't finish out what the devil meant for you to do because God didn't allow it to. Bye-bye, COVID-19, in the name of Jesus. Second Chronicles 7 is about the temple where God hears the covenant which Israel will break, the consequences, drought, locust, plague, Israel's response, humility, prayer, and repentance, and God's actions, hearing, forgiving, and healing. Amen. Jesus is the new replacement temple to whom we pray, ask, seek, and not Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus the Christ, the one that took all sins on that cross with him. Amen. I heard somebody just, uh, just this morning, I uh, know it was last night, and I heard somebody on YouTube, a preacher on YouTube, and uh, he was upset because a preacher got on there and said that Jesus took everything to the cross. He took uh, rape and homosexuality and all that. And the man was mad. He was mad. Jesus took everything to the cross. Sin is sin. We don't have an A set of sins and a B set of sins, an XYZ set of sins. Jesus took, like the Amazon smiley face, he took A through Z. Amen. Jesus took it all to the cross. Stop putting God in a box. Amen. Hallelujah. He's the new replacement that we should pray, ask, seek, and not. We must humble ourselves and not think too highly of ourselves. We worship a priest who not only hears our prayers, 
But also the Bible says he's constantly interceding at the right hand, the hand of power of God. Romans 8.34 We worship a king. Always was, always will be. There's nobody better than him. <laughs> Amen. We were, that's something to smile about. Amen. Throw away all the suppression, depression, oppression, and, and all the evilness that comes up against you to try to rob you of your joy. Don't let nobody take your joy from you. Fight for your joy. If you have to crunch up your eyebrows, amen, and put your fist up in the air, you tell that devil, you're not going to take away my joy. It's mine. God gave it to me. You can't have it. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We worship a king much greater than Solomon. Think about that. Who transferred his cross into a pulpit from which he preached a prayerful absolution to the world. Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Matthew twelve forty two. And Luke twenty three thirty four. Are you saved? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for the word. Are you saved? <laughs> have you accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior? Amen. And if you haven't, just repeat after me. Say, Jesus, forgive me of my sins. I believe you died on a cross. And rose three days later, just like your word says. I believe it. And I accept you as my Savior. I love you, Lord. I love you. Be my Savior. Be my Lord. And thank you. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you. Welcome to the family of God. Hallelujah. Welcome to the body of Christ. Hallelujah. Begin to learn the word. Don't just listen to it by other people. Begin to study it. And if you have to, get yourself a Thompson Chain reference to the Strong's Concordance. It is a whole study system, the best study system I've ever seen. Amen. And I've been using it for years. You you find out what words real in the Bible. You look up a word in the Bible and you have no idea what that word means. Look it up in the back of the Strong. I mean, the the, <laughs> the, the Thompson Chain reference, it'll give you a number. Go into your Strong's Concordance and look it up, and you'll find out exactly what that word meant. Amen. You'll find out exactly what they meant in Hebrew and the Greek. Amen. It's not necessary, but it, it, yeah, it's a helpful thing. Amen. Hallelujah. God throws your sins as far as the east is from the west. Hallelujah. God bless you and keep you, make his face to shine upon you. God give you his countenance, lay his countenance upon you. Amen. And God give you his grace and his peace and abundance and prosperity and much joy. Amen. Because when you have joy, everything else follows. Hallelujah. Much joy. Amen. In the name of Jesus, I prophesy that God is going to fill you with so much joy, people are going to wonder what happened to you. And even people from old times are going to come and try to push your buttons, and they will be, they'll see that they, there's nothing that they can do that's going to take you back into anger and frustration. And hallelujah, in Jesus' holy name, amen. And don't forget to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Jesus said to pray for the peace of 
Jerusalem. Amen. Thanks for listening. God bless you. And have a joyful day.